Welcome to the Marketing for Startups podcast. If you're trying to figure out marketing for your startup, then you're in the right place. In this podcast, we go high level, looking at the intersection of branding, data, and leadership to offer you a marketing playbook to grow and scale. Join me each week for in-depth interviews, tactical advice, and practical trainings. Hi, I'm your host, Victoria Hajar, veteran marketer and startup enthusiast. I promise to bring my experience and curiosity to each episode Then together, we'll peel back the onion on this ever-changing discipline that is marketing. I'm so happy you're here. Let's dive in. Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of the Marketing for Startups podcast. Today is the second week. We are talking about productivity and time management and all of that good stuff, because if you're like me, this is something that I have struggled with four years. I think I've read every single freaking book that exists on productivity. I've tried so many daily planners and different things. And so what I've been sharing these weeks is are some tactics and strategies that have actually worked for me. And I found that while or being super organized and really having a good handle on my time doesn't come extremely natural to me. Um, If you know me personally, I come from a family of sort of like by the seam of our pants. And so that's, that was my paradigm growing up. I don't know if anyone can relate to having families that always arrived, um, you know, an hour late to things. And I remember my mom once telling me like, it's very rude to arrive to places early because of course her and her own life, she's never really ready. When she tells people to come over at two, she's still kind of like, cleaning up and and cooking until 2.30. So so it's been a real struggle over here. And I have employed like a a few really cool strategies. I've got some tools in my toolbox. And today we're going to talk about one specific tool that I think is every human being should do. It is so eye-opening. It is so interesting and important Um, because if you do this one thing that we're going to talk about today, it's really the basis for being able to understand like what needs to get done and gives you the insights you need to actually organize your daily schedule. So it is so important. And that is running a time audit. So before I go into the details of how to run a time audit for yourself, why is it important? I am asking you, friend, if you find the Marketing for Startups podcast helpful, useful, you like it, it would mean the world to me. If you could share it with an entrepreneurial friend, or better yet, take a screenshot of this episode and share it on social. You can find, uh, tag me at Ugly Ventures. It just means the world to me. I love hearing from you guys out there in, you know, in the world that have me in their earbuds. It just is so, it's such an important and meaningful thing for me. So if you could please, please um, share the podcast, that would, that would just be just the top. So, all right, let's get into the time audit. So what the heck is a time audit anyway? Well, a time audit is really just the act of keeping track of what you do. Like, what are you doing every day? And this actually is like a lot harder than it sounds, because if you're anything like me, you kind of like sit down at your computer at the start of the day, and it's like a bulldozer. You're just running from thing to thing. I usually have, 
you know, traditionally have had sort of meetings all over the place in my schedule or things pop up unexpectedly. And it really, you know, for me, I get really deep into flow. Like I really, time can, hours can pass for me when I am in my deep work scenario, which I've learned about myself through processes like this, but it, it takes me a while to actually sit down and get started and like clear everything out, close the tabs, close Slack, shut off notifications and really prepare myself to focus on the one thing that I need to get done. But the ability to do that is, is incredible for productivity, but what we all are really doing is kind of running from thing to thing and we're context switching so much that what ends up happening is we never really get the tasks done. We never really um, like a lot of loose ends at the end of the day. I don't know if this sounds familiar to you. Um, you know, things moving from your task list from today to tomorrow, to the next day, to next week. And for me, like having those nagging things, they feel like physical little monkeys on my shoulder. Like they are, it is the worst. It gives me the skeeviest feeling to think that there's this like invisible list of things just floating around that I have to do. I'm also guilty of like start like opening email, like starting to write an email and then getting distracted and then not finishing and sending emails and things like that. I mean, so for me, and, and again, like I haven't been tested for ADHD, but I'm, you know, hundred percent sure that I have ADHD. Um, but, in, and if you do too, or maybe you're just like a little scatterbrained, um, like I have been in the past, which I'm a recovering scatterbrained. Um, but it is a, it is a daily work. It is a daily intentional work every single day. And so the time audit has been huge. I've done them twice. And for me, I'm a person that needs to do things a lot before they start to stick. So the first time I ran a time audit, um, I figured out I was really heavily focused on client work way too much. And I wasn't getting anything done for my own goals in my own business. That was a huge eye-opener for me. And when you kind of see what you're doing through your day, you can kind of understand where your subconscious values are, right? And maybe you don't do client work. Maybe you, you know, you're building a product business or perhaps you have some kind of different model. But if you have your own business and you have your own yearly goals and your own quarterly goals and you never make the time to work on them because you get so caught up in customer service or you get so caught up and caught up in handholding team members um, through projects or you get so caught up in, you know, invoicing or whatever an admin stuff, well, then you're never actually going to get those goals done. And this has happened to me in the past many, many times where I have not put my ambitions and my goals for the business in front of the little tasks that come up here or there. And I think a lot of people can relate to that. So the first time I ran the time audit, it was all about that insight, right? And I was way more focused on getting that outside accolades from clients that I work with to kind of showcase how quickly I replied to emails or Slack messages and how on top of their requests I were, 
um, instead of being more intentional and organized. Because the fact of the matter is, you know, answering emails or Slack, what I have found, it is just as efficient, if not more, um, to scheduling one or two moments where you have 10, 15, 20 minutes dedicated to just clearing Slack and clearing email. So that was one great insight I got from doing a time audit. The second time I did the time audit was a little bit different. I realized just how much I was context switching um, and how I would kind of sit down to work on one task, but then I would let myself get distracted. So there's so much insight you can glean from doing a time audit. And I'm inviting you to do the same. And now we're going to break down sort of the step-by-step super like holding your hand, showing you bit by bit, how to run a time audit. You may be familiar with time audits, but I found that this was a phrase that was kind of new to me when I first heard about it. I don't, I don't hear too many people talking about it. And maybe that's because everyone else has their shit together way more than, than I did. But I found like a time audit concept just to be so awesome. Um, because that's what I really needed. I really needed some intentional insight into what I was actually doing every day and why wasn't I getting my goals completed at the end of the quarter, right? These are like the hard truth things that you kind of have to face in order to work through it and put systems in place that are gonna allow you to actually get the stuff done that you need to get done. So how do you run a time audit? It's super simple. I've got five steps. But the first one is the most important. And that is actually committing to the process. And I'm not going to lie, it's a little bit annoying to be sitting down um, because you kind of have to do it in the day. Now, I have found that if I wait to the end of the day and try to remember really what I was doing each hour I was working, it's not so easy. And the reason for that is because, again, I was context switching too much. So I would sit down to work on one thing, but end up doing something else. The other thing is when you're running the time audit, you really do have to do it in the moment. So you're like, okay, hour one, okay, at the end of that hour, you're going to take a moment and record what actually happened in that hour. Because a lot of times you have a, maybe a more optimistic view and you'll look at, okay, what were the big things I was working on? Like those big rocks, right? You were working on for the day. Um, And maybe you'll forget about the little distractions and the sidebars and the times that you actually did open Slack in the middle of trying to work on something else. So committing to actually hour by hour, taking that two minutes to stop, reflect, what did I just do this hour? What did I work on? Um, Where did I get distracted, right? Did something unexpected happen? And keep that going for each hour of the day. Takes commitment. So the first step is to commit to the process and really make that promise to yourself. The second step is to create a time tracker. And you can do this with paper and pen. I mean, it's so easy. I, I've you know done these just on a Google sheet. And basically what you're gonna wanna do is create a day, right? And then you're gonna want to um, create some chunks of time, right? You can do it by 30 minute chunks or hour chunks, however you prefer to work. And you're just going to list your times, uh, you know, in a left-hand column. And then you're going to leave, you know, boxes to the right to explain what you're doing hour by hour. It's super simple. You can do it paper and pen. You can do it in a Google sheet, Excel, 
Smartsheet, whatever. Um, but just create that little template for yourself. And if you're a person that might get distracted, click and open different things, then just keep it in a pad next to your desk and you can just write it out and you don't have to like worry about opening documents. So create that, that, uh, that tracker. And then you're gonna go into it. You're gonna actually track your time for the week, okay? And then step four is gonna be an analysis. So once your, review, uh, once your week is done, you're going to review the week. And I bet you're going to be surprised, right? You're going to step back. You're going to have a clear picture of what's taking on your time. But you're going to have this opportunity to start sort of understanding what the big buckets of things you worked on are, right? So step four is analysis. And then step five is kind of identifying those buckets and then batching like with like. So this is how you're going to end up being much more organized and intentional. It's this process of identifying those categories of things you work on and then finding a way to batch like with like. So that means if you find that, again, checking email in Slack, this was something that I discovered from a time audit and interspersed throughout the day, I would like pop in and then get sidetracked and really want to, you know, send something off in that moment. And so when I realized those, those little, you know, those little pops of time where I was getting into email, that was a bucket, right? So checking messages, whether it's on Slack or email was one kind of category of things I was doing. And so through this time audit <clears throat> in this last step where I'm sort of batching like with like, I batch together the Slack and the email because those are the two places where people can really reach me. And, and what I was able to do with that insight is exactly what I said at the top of this of the episode. I was able to say, okay, what I do is every morning from 10 to 10.30, sort of when I'm kind of kicking off my morning and, and sort of before I'm really getting into a deep flow work, I make sure to set aside that time to clear my emails, get through any requests, clear my Slack messages, get through any requests. And then I can shut it down. I click out of email, I click out of Slack. And then I do the same thing again at the end of the day. And this is awesome. And I remember when I started implementing this, clients actually commented on how much they admired like my, my boundaries with the messages and how much like how efficient I was when I was able to just go in and get like, knock those things off at one time. And they became like knowledgeable of the times that I was really hanging out on Slack, for example. So it was really so useful and no one expects you to be on 24 hours a day answering messages immediately. It's that sort of like a standard we put for ourselves. And honestly, it does nothing for no one, really. Nothing's on fire unless there is a real fire but we're not curing cancer. Most of us, you know, we're just trying to set up our systems properly and grow our businesses. Right. So batching like with like, that's the, you know, the insights you can gain. So what other tasks do you do that are similar to one another? Right. Examples could be admin tasks. So if you're, if you find yourself invoicing or working on uh, billing stuff or accounting stuff through various moments in your week, well, can you just say like, hey, once a month, I'm going to set like a two hour meeting and I'm going to clear all of this stuff in one in one day. Like how different your life would change? Because 
especially with little accounting things like that, these are things that you always, you always seem to be chasing. There's always kind of a deadline and you don't want that, right? You want to say, where are the opportunities to be more organized and intentional? Because usually if you just intentionally dedicate a, a meeting a week with yourself or with the team members involved or a larger sort of day to focus on that topic per month, it's A, you're going to do a much better job on whatever that thing is because it's going to have all of your focus and you'll be able to not have to think about that annoying task while you're going through your day doing other stuff that are more important, right? So the time audit really gives you visibility into what you're doing and gives you a tool in your toolbox to sort of organize and batch the different things that you work on each week and in turn, organizing your week a lot better, right? So I encourage you, go ahead, do the time audit yourself, give it a try. You don't have to get all fancy with it. You don't have to get hung up on doing it right or wrong. Just go through the steps I outlined and see what you discover at the end of the week. And then let me know. I'd be really interested to hear where are you spending all of your time, most of your time? Where are you getting stuck on context switching? And uh, yeah, let me know because maybe I know of some kind of system I can help you with, or maybe even better, a software where you can kind of automate some of those annoying, annoying tasks that take up your time. So that's it for this week. I can't wait to see you back here next week for some more marketing goodness here at the Marketing for Startups podcast. You did it. You made it to the end of the episodes. Thanks for sticking around with me and listening all the way to the end. I really appreciate you as an audience member, and I hope that you found this helpful. If you did like this episode, it would mean so, so much to me if you subscribed, if you rate and review this podcast. It helps other people know that this podcast has something worth saying. It also would be super awesome if you could take a screenshot and share on Instagram and tag me at Ugly Ventures, U-G-L-I Ventures, V-E-N-T-U-R-E-S. I am always so appreciative to hear from you, and I hope to see you back here next week on the Marketing for Startups podcast.